got to stay as relevant for the next 200 years as we have for the last 200. Welcome to The Ground Between Us. It's a podcast from the Royal Agricultural Society of New South Wales, and I'm your host, Murray Wilton. I'll be bringing you in-depth conversations about the country, the city, and everything in between us. Our guest today is none other than the president of the Royal Agricultural Society of New South Wales, Mr. Michael Milner. What's going through your mind at the moment? Well, I'm just thankful that we've had such a wonderful show. I'd have taken a result like this uh, two weeks ago because we still had the COVID outbreak in Brisbane and uh, then in Byron Bay hanging over us the day before we opened. And uh, with the support of government and New South Wales Health, we opened. The weather's been on side and uh, the people, everybody has thoroughly embraced the show. For people that don't know you, um, first year in as as president... um Agriculture has been in your family and your life for, for, for donkey's years, hasn't it? Has. I, uh, I'm, I'm only really second generation farmer, a lot less than others, but uh, my sons are in it and, uh, as well. But, uh, and I've been involved in agriculture for as long as I, I can re- remember. And I remember coming to the show at the old ground, oh, probably as a six or seven year, year old and been in awe of it. And, uh, Getting those wonderful value uh, two shilling handbags in the day. <laughs> uh, show bags, not handbags. Sorry about that. Show bags. I'm going to try and ask you some questions that I often get asked by the media, when, especially when the show's on. Um, you're, you're heavily involved in agriculture um, and, and I suppose focuses on cattle. Do you to show a, a, a true reflection of what, what it's like at the moment in, in regional New South Wales? Uh, I think so. I, I think in regional New South Wales it's probably a bit better than what the Easter show was this year because uh, a lot of our cattle and sheep exhibitors didn't get here with the uncertainty of whether we'd actually have a show and the fact that they'd been caught up with preparing their livestock last year. But in terms of uh, livestock production in New South Wales, the season's brilliant and uh, uh, both sheep and cattle prices are at a historic high. And it's, it's quite an important event, isn't it, for, for people from regional New South Wales. It's not just about the wonderful rides and attractions and, and fun and entertainment for people that are our visitors, but it's, it's very important, isn't it, for people that are in oh, the region? I, from a couple of aspects. A, the quality livestock, a lot of the leading studs in uh, the, the livestock world are here exhibiting their wares and it gives... People, people that visitors a chance to observe them firsthand and probably talk to the the breeders and exhibitors as well. And uh, on the other side, I think a lot of rural people come down here that don't see much of each other from various districts, and uh, through very networks they know each other, and uh, it's it's a sort of a reunion. They catch up. Mm-hmm. Talk us through the the benefits of a grand champion win for somebody that's involved in the cattle industry or the sheep industry? Well the benefits of a grand champion win, particularly in one of the more prominent breeds are, are immense because it's uh, A, it's been recognised uh, competing against its peers and then B, it's something you can really promote off the back of whether you're having an annual sale or selling semen or, or, or embryos in the case of a female, just so it adds value to those genetics because they've been recognised at the very top level. 
the RAS as an organisation, where, where do you see it fitting into the agricultural community? That's a very ambiguous question, Murray. Got to got to stay as relevant for the next 200 years as we have for the last 200. And I think that's the challenge for our current councillors and management and will remain so going forward. Mm. Did you anticipate the success of this year's show? No. I hardly dared to dream it would be so successful. Uh, particularly when we decided to not cancel a show in December and we've had the ups and downs obviously with the pandemic but then we've got here and uh, I think everyone's just embraced it whether talking to stallholders people who've come through the gate I think people have obviously not been able to move about as freely as they would have liked in the last 12 months and they've just embraced it and I think one chap likened it to me the other day he said coming out on the train he hadn't felt an atmosphere like it since the Olympics you've got to be happy about that being compared to that over the moon. Absolutely over the moon. We've spoken to quite a number of the rural achievers over the last couple of weeks. Um, agricultural youth and, and the younger generation is incredibly important, isn't it, for the longevity of agriculture? It is. And I think at the moment with the agriculture being one of the sweet spots of the economy, there are so many opportunities out there for young people in agriculture and uh, there's a lot of very good positions that... Uh, employers can't fill at the moment the demand is so great mm. from a from a business perspective um is it is it a good time and a good are there opportunities available for people to get involved in that definitely uh obviously in terms of buying your own farm land, land like uh, housing prices in the capital cities got very expensive and gone up but there are lots of opportunities to work for uh large companies that own land the the um companies that service rural producers whether they be companies that chemical companies or there's just lots of opportunities out there the mechanisms though aren't in place for somebody that would like to start a career in ag and purchase a property is there you mean you've uh, it's got, it's an expensive to, setup, to, bu- isn't it? to buy a living area now is very expensive uh you probably require... No, I won't put a dollar figure on it. I'll, we'll pass on that but one. lots. Oh, yeah, probably minimum of at least $4 million, I reckon, to buy something you could actually make a decent living out of and have a lifestyle mm. around mm. it. You know, there's also been a lot of questions in regards to, to the price of, of, of lamb and, and wool at the moment. It's a pure demand and supply thing, isn't it? It, it is. It, or, or, or lamb and, and beef. Wool prices are actually a little bit sort of 30 40% below where they were two years ago. I think that's uh, mostly on the back of reduced Chinese demand and I think we're all aware of in various uh, industries and commodities some of the difficulties we're having with the Chinese market. And internationally, where is Australia's market aside from China? Well, internationally I I think we export beef to over 100 countries around the world, lamb to a, a not dissimilar number. And I guess wool's one of our biggest challenges because China still takes a very large percentage of our clip. Domestically, has COVID opened up opportunities for people in agriculture? I think it possibly has. Uh, it's probably changed the, the mix a little bit. A lot more people are now uh, buying uh, meals and preparing them at home than they once were. Hopefully that'll ease up a bit because some of our restaurants did it tough, but in country towns particularly with the... Um, with people not being able to travel overseas, like 
for example, I live uh, at a little place called Millthorpe near Orange, and we're inundated by people, and all the restaurants and B&Bs and the motel are all booked out weeks ahead, which has just been great for the local economy. Mm-hmm. So we're on the eve of, um, of our 200th anniversary. As, as president of the RAS, what are you wanting us to do next year? How do you see the RAS celebrating its 200-year history? Well, I think on one side we've got to celebrate and recognise our history, a rich history. It'll be our organisation will be 200 years old. We'll be our 168th show for one reason or another. And on the other side, I think we've also got to promote our future and that involves sustainability of agriculture, energy efficiency, and uh, getting the carbon part of the equation right. Well, listen, all the best for for next year. I think off the back of this year, um, there's a bit of a wave. Hopefully we'll be able to ride that for the next 365 days. Thanks, Murray. I think it's really given us something to work on and and, uh, heartened everybody within the organisation.